We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex. And guys, as you know, we've talked about this in the past. One of the main rules of life. No dick, no hope. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Bluechew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You could take them anytime, day or night, so you could plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluechew tablets are made in the U.S. and prepared, shipped directly to your door in a discreet package. Bluechew wants to help you have better sex. Also, congrats on the sex if you are having it. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Bluetooth free. When you use our promo code VM at checkout, just pay $5 in shipping. That's bluetooth.com promo code VM to receive your first month free. Visit bluetooth.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Bluetooth for sponsoring this podcast. And to all of you that are taking Bluetooth, congrats on the sex. Yeah, 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 now this the black sheep sticking it to him. I need a crib like I'm Gatsby, I need it in hand, just understand my pocket's that deep, with nothing to prove, I ain't got nothing to do, and it can't compete, and I got nothing to lose, you see that told me I'm the one that's gonna benefit. Ah, yes, what's good everybody, welcome back to Veterans Minimum, the number one sports betting vibe on the internet. I'm your host, Nick Dayas. At Nick Dayas, 10 as you can find me. All things Veterans Minimum are at Veterans Minimum. To my left, my dog, Mr. George Carmona. What up? The dog <laughs> is in the house, baby. The dog is in the house. I was leaned back at the beginning because like you're the only podcast host I know that's just like before a show starts, you're just like this. You're just back. Vibezilla, bro. That is true. 
You know it it fits. Vibasaurus Rex. Like I'm just out here just always. Vibasaurus Rex. It's, and it's the vibe, right? Like it's got there. It's on there for a reason, man. It's on there for a reason. I know you guys heard the theme music. I know you guys saw the intro. If you're watching this on YouTube, youtube.com slash veterans minimum. The jump in the pool is iconic. It's gaining a lot of momentum. People love it. Every time they see it, they comment on it. That was when we hit a subathon. But I'm telling you this, because there's a guy on the other end. Come week 18, we're diving into a pool because the boys are getting hot. We're getting hot in Circa. We're getting hot in this contest. The picks are on fire. My dog, KBB, Kenny Betts Big, joining us. Let's go. Good, man. I, I love the intro. I'm I'm going to be a little honest. Though. I was. I wish I was the dog, you know, but George, George took that. I me. am. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Back up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, Kenny, yeah, what's man. good, man? How Hello. you feeling after week 10? How you feeling about where we're at in the contest? How you feeling? How are you doing with your bets personally? Like, talk to us. Bets have been uh, doing a lot better. Um, I think I told you that. Thing, things have definitely picked up for sure. Um, have, have had a big last couple weeks. Um, the contest, I'm not surprised. Um, I think the three of us were on this show, you know, what, probably seven, eight weeks ago. And I said, this is exactly where we'd be at this point, you know, just keep climbing. I, I will be honest though. Aren't you surprised? Like, what are we top? Uh, I think we're in like the top 1900 or something, which is pretty good out of 10,000 people, top 20%. But we've out of the 10, what are we 10 weeks through? We've only had two losing weeks. Are you, are you surprised we're not doing a little better? Yeah, I am. And the thing that sucks is Kenny and I were texting each other, George, like we're talking a lot, obviously, to put our picks in. And, um, you know, we we were three and oh, going into the afternoon window. Right. Just mm -hmm. to recap our picks, we have Bucks minus one, Texans plus six and a half, Browns plus six and a half, which you could have heard on the show also. Yeah. Right. Like off the what we're what we're talking about on the Monday winners. I know Kenny's on the Wednesday show this week, but we're. We're going with these, right? Like yeah. we're 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 telling you the the picks that we're gonna put in the contest. Uh, we we screenshot the picks. I post them in the Discord. I post them on the Patreon. So we're not telling you something and then not doing it. Now, if the line changes dramatically, right? And yeah, you know, we'll we'll also update that as we go. But with that said, we had questions. Good. I was going to say, which if you tuned into the show last week, I gave what Texans? What were they plus seven? Right? Yeah. The, by the time the game went off, they were what five, five and a half. Yep. So another reason why you got to tune into the show because, like people, you know, especially new betters, they sometimes can't comprehend how, especially in football, when you're going from seven to five and a half points, that's you know a crazy difference. Like you know, we had the Seahawks, and look at that difference, right? If let's say that was like five and a half or six, had it gone to overtime, we would have still had a chance. Yeah, no, absolutely, dude. And you know, I've told the story before where. When I first like got into betting my own money, mm -hmm. it was like probably 20, 2011, 2012. I'd put bets in at like 1255 Eastern time. Yep. No, I'm, I'm right with you, Nick. Like, and and it's, it's, I'm starting to change that habit, but yeah, 1255 late bets, not the best smart thing. Continue. Yeah. And I never, I never was winning until... Yeah. Until I started realizing and listening to people that have been doing this for a long time and then understanding like, yo, sometimes the purest number you're going to get is the one that they put out first before mm -hmm. any betting comes onto it. And then I started, you know, on the show, the segment that we do every week, Monday Winners, right? Sponsored by Wager Attack, by the way. 
it's one of the reasons why we say that. We're not saying it just because it's catchy and it's cute. It's like, nah, you got to put your bets in sometimes when you get the best of the number. So we're feeling good. We're feeling great. We're 3-0 and going into this window. And then uh, we had the Seahawks minus, minus six. Uh, terrible, terrible end to that game. Really sucked. And then we pushed with the Chargers. And then Kenny and I, Kenny, you remember us two texting? And we're like, yo, bro. We felt, George, we were so good. And even the games were like coverable. We're like, yo, we got them right where we want them to be. And then we end up going 3-1-1. One, and one. So we go, so that oh, game, that we sh- go oh, one and one in that afternoon window. And the way Kenny and I were talking at one point, Kenny's like, bro, we had a really good week. Chill. Because <laughs> we both felt as if, we both felt as if we went one and four because it was like, yo, we were, we were staring down the barrel of a five and a week. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You, so you guys don't, didn't get the hook with the, uh, the chargers chargers pushed. So we got, it was just three straight up. It was just three straight up in the contest. Um, the contest works like that too, though, where wherever you put it in during the week or do those lines change? No. So those lines, what they give you on Thursday afternoon, Mm -hmm. that's the lines for the whole Got you. For, so Thursday afternoon is the soonest you can put it in? Uh, yeah, the earliest. Yeah. Oh. And then what happens is what happened to us that we got, we got fucked over a couple times where we played the Thursday night gate and then your picks lock. Mm-hmm. So there's some contests, like Circa in particular, where your picks locked. If you want the Thursday game, you got to have your bets in for Sunday oh. also beforehand. And you can't switch nothing. Yeah. And then we got burned that one time with the Browns and Ravens. We got burned another time with like late quarterback, like uncertainty at quarterback where the quarterback was expected to be out and then he ended up playing. But, you know, that's the game. That's the game that you got to play. But I'm feeling good, man. Kenny, we've, we've jumped 1,500 spots in three weeks. And if that continues, bro. Trending up, brother. We're diving into <laughs> pools. You know what I'm saying, Kenny? Yeah. No, yeah, dude. And it, it's definitely within grasp. I think, what are we, eight and a half or nine points out of first? And we're, I think, what was it, four points out of the top 100, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, the top 100 get paid. Um, was this, so I keep forgetting, was this past week the first week of the new quarter that they do where every quarter the best record gets 100K? Yes, this was the first week for that. Okay, so three, one, and one in the new quarter. That's a good start, right? Um we just got to keep it going. Like I said, just keep chipping away. And it's a shame because like I said, out of the 10 weeks, dude, do you know how impressive that is out of 10 weeks to have eight out of the 10 profitable, like three or three and two or better? Um, it's crazy that we're not ranked a little higher. I'm shocked by that, honestly. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say about how we've been doing so far, it's another thing Kenny and I were having in conversation and bringing it to light here on the pod, George, is man, we've, we've basically called every single Miami Dolphins game right. Mm. When we've wanted to play them, they've covered. When we played against them, the other team covered. And then the times where we were like, yo, let's take Miami. And then we decided not to put them in there. They covered anyway. So like, we've been right on that read. And then I think we're like, we're like one in 12 picking, <laughs> picking Jet, Giant, and Patriot games, Kenny. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we got to do something about that one too, bro. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, like, you know, kind of what George was just saying. It sucks that we couldn't lock the Dolphins in because they were 10-point favorites on Monday. Now it's up to 13 and a half. So I'm sure Circle will do us no favors and give us Dolphins probably 14, right, in the contest. Yeah, they seem to put the line where they think it's going to close. That's something that I've noticed with them, yeah. too. So they're not uh, they're but, the, I mean, they're the you, sharpest book. The Dolphins are going to – I mean, the Dolphins might win by 100 this week. 
I mean, dude, look, it was something that we mentioned last week. Remember, I told you Ursalita last week was a 17-point favorite. And some people didn't understand what I meant by that. Like, dude, they're a big favorite. Like, why is it gross? It's gross because, you know, a three-possession favorite sometimes in the NFL, you kind of yeah. almost in always go. Too. Yeah, always go against it. However, this year alone, 10.5-point favorites or more, 9-2 and two against the spread. Whoa. So when they're expecting the team to get the shit kicked out of them, the it team happens. gets the shit kicked out of them. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens this week. Kenny, set us off, man. How are you feeling about this slate? Have you looked at this slate? What what jumps out to you as you're diving into week 11? No, yeah, I was definitely, uh, definitely have looked at it. Um, I bet the Dolphins earlier this week, minus 10. Um, I, I definitely like that. What, um... One thing I'm surprised about, are you surprised that Cleveland's still favored here with no Deshaun Watson, one-point favorite at home? I am very surprised. Um, and this just screams them begging you to take Pittsburgh. And I have no faith in taking that offense on the road because they still got to go up against that defense. It seems like it's going to be Thompson that's going to start for the Browns. Uh, I'd feel better if it was P.J. Walker. Actually, same feel like P.J. Walker has been pretty competent for them. That line is the one where I'm like, yo, what is... I can't make a call on this on Wednesday because it just seems like they're like, here's the bait. Come here. Come here. Take it. Yeah. Yep. It just seems very fishy, bro. Yeah, the Browns definitely seem tempting there. And I, uh, I think the Deshaun Watson is going to be over, you know, overblown because the Browns were not winning in spite of Deshaun Watson, like he, he, if anything, he was, he was like holding them back a little bit, I feel like. Um, so I, honestly, I think my, my pick for this week's going to be Cleveland, man. I think Cleveland, the defense, uh, I think they stand up at home. Kenny Pickett hasn't looked good at all this year. Um, I think the Browns get another win. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Um, you know, Watson hasn't looked great at all this year until the second half of that game against Baltimore, which he came through for us, right? And, yeah. dude, how many times has it, like... <laughs> dude, the, the things we were saying to each other were crazy during that game. Bro. I couldn't believe it, man. And to start, right? Like, I uh, I went food shopping Sunday morning early enough. And, uh, by the way, off topic, when I go to uh, to food shopping... Yeah. And I have to scan myself. Yeah. I, it fucking drives me crazy. I didn't know that I work at fucking Sam's Club now and I got to scan on my own. That's all they got too. <laughs> They're changing, bro. Everybody scans their own shit now. Uh, yeah. And then hold on. After that, I go to Starbucks and I get a cold brew, four pumps of vanilla, the go-to. They turn the, the, the card around to tip. Yeah. That fucking drives me crazy, bro. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no like effort being put forth before they ask you for a tip either, right? Yeah, it's like, it's like you're not even being like respectful. You're not being like, hey, you how's just your like tapped on an iPad, bro. Like, yeah, and they're legit. doing this. They're doing. <laughs> Excuse me, Kenny. Would you? Uh, there's a question there. Can you? Can you shout it's, out? It's shout out the wager <laughs> attack, by the way, over here. Like, we got the website pumping, you know. But they turn the fucking pad around and they're like, oh, we want a tip. Like, dude, listen, man, I've made a lot of coffees in my life. Shoot or shoot, or shoot bro. Shoot or shoot. I get no, that, but you really? gotta like. You can't knock the hustle, kid. Come on, man. You should. You should know. You should know, dude. 
give it to them out there, you know, coffee baristas, fucking, you know, McDonald's workers, whatever. These guys are out here hustling now, you know, they figured it out. They're asking for tips and guys like me, you and George, you know, we may not partake in the tipping, but I I guarantee you there's some real, there's some real idiots that, that hit the tip out there. Oh, I have to. I, I hit the custom, you know what I mean? I hit the custom. I give them a custom $1. I'm actually just going to start giving them custom 69, 69 cents. Nice. You know. You'll never grow up. I love it. Just like me. Yeah. Or like 101 for like LOL. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was, so, was going to say, you, you want to get pissed off, go to a Home Goods on a Sunday morning. Dude, the, the, the amount, like the lack of like just, I guess, wherewithal of like the people around you by these women in fucking home goods on a Sunday morning, dude, they're standing there. They're looking at fucking dish towels, just blocking the whole fucking aisle. Not a care in the world that people are trying to get by. Dude, it must've been probably like four or five different women in home goods that I'm like trying to walk through, get stuff for my dog. And these people, oh man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy. The, The world that we're living in, there's so many people that their heads are just fucking so far up their ass, you know? We went on a crazy tangent, but the reason why I was saying all this is because the moment I get home, I turn on the TV and I went to put the Browns game on because it was a game I bet. I took a money line. I gave it, shot the video. We put it in the contest. Dude, the moment the game turns on, I see the pick six. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I mean, like <laughs> the moment the buffering went through is I see Kyle Hamilton just trotting it to the end. I'm like, oh my God. But Watson, he played amazing in the second half, bro. 14 for 14. That was the best that he's looked with the Browns. And it's looked pretty shitty until then. So maybe it was like he was turning it around and then he goes down. We'll we'll save the Watson stuff for, for later on the episode. There's always a trap game. There's always a line that makes no sense. I think it's the it's the Brown Steelers. I'm with you, Kenny, as we get closer to Sunday. I'm down to maybe jump on the Browns and put that in the contest, especially if the conversation starts becoming like, oh, Watson isn't there. Watson isn't there. And, you know, we still have this defense. They're at home. They're playing the Matt Canada-led Pittsburgh Steelers offense, which my friends that are Steeler fans, Steeler Nation, they're not excited about this, dude. So that's one that we definitely got to keep our eye on. I hit up Kenny George on Sunday, and I was like, dude, we're gonna need to put Cincinnati in the contest. That's uh they play Thursday. Yeah, dude. Three and a half point underdog right now. I feel like I feel like this is make or break for them, bro. Yeah. If you're looking at them from a, a future standpoint, their outlook the rest of the year is a game where, especially when you drop the game to Houston, pretty bad loss. Yeah. You were favored. Um, I lost my eliminator pool. Uh, on the Bengals as, as did like 45% of Circa Survivor as well. Um, Tyler Boyd's drop, I'm going to remember for the rest of the year. Still haven't seen it. Uh, don't. Yeah, but yeah, but you, like my buddy, he bet the Bengals live and he was saying the same thing. Let's, let's not forget that the week prior, CJ Stroud drives down the field with 40 seconds left, wins the game. Uh, even if Boyd scores there, I, I there's no there's no sure thing that CJ Stroud's not winning that game, dude. He's he's fucking balling out there on the football field. No, that's that's fair. And I agree with you. But I also think that knowing that you have to go and score a touchdown to win as opposed to a field goal, I think is a completely different thing. A hundred percent. Like he catches that they need they need a touchdown. So 
Yeah, he's been he's been on fire. Um, Houston is the talk of the town. We got to keep that. We got to keep that in the in the front of our minds this week as they play the Arizona Cardinals. They're five point favorites at home. Kyler Murray came back last week. He looked pretty good. They got the win over there. Um, I did like Arizona last week. They were a two point underdog playing uh, Atlanta in Arizona with him coming back, but. Kenny, the game I wanted to ask you about was Cincinnati and Baltimore. Baltimore is a three and a half point favorite. They're at home. It's Thursday night football. It's a rematch. These two teams played each other earlier in the year. They played each other in week two. Do we put Cincinnati in the contest, bro? I feel like it's a must win. I feel like they have to get this game uh, with the schedule looking the way it does the rest of the year. I think this is one where... Both of them are coming off a loss. And that was a conversation that we were having where we would have felt better if Cincinnati's off the loss and then Baltimore's off the win. But is this a game that's on your radar? Yeah, absolutely. It's on my radar. <laughs> but the Ravens ain't losing this game, brother. <laughs> this is this is the Lamar Jackson MVP game, dude. He's going to go absolutely crazy this game. Um, I, I don't love the three and a half. If you were going to bet the Ravens, you had to grab it at three when it was there. Um, I'm probably the way I'm going to bet this game is I'm probably going to wait and see if I can grab the Ravens live. I don't think the Ravens lose this game. I know Joe Burrow and the Bengals have looked like they've kind of turned things around, um, but the Ravens defense is legit. Uh, Lamar Jackson stud. He's balling out there. And I still think the Ravens have another level or two that they can turn up to that we haven't seen yet out of them. Damn. That's Damn, exactly George. the way I would have put that too. You feel the same way? Oh, yeah. Because uh, I feel like this could be the Joe Burrow showcase MVP game. I The thing I love the most in this game is the under. Under 46. Mm. Short week. Prime That's time, a high. Primetime unders, 25 and 7 this year. Oh, I, and this this line is set, in my opinion, pretty high for a divisional game that I think the defenses are going to show out a little bit. Fuck, man. Kenny, really? We go with Baltimore, bro? Well, I, I don't think we should put it in the contest. No, I think we've yeah, been doing yeah. a good job staying off of the Thursday night games. Um, because like you, you know, like you touched on earlier, um, when you do the Thursday night games, you have to lock all your bets in on Thursday. So uh, we got burned earlier this year where someone got ruled out of a game on Saturday night and then we got stuck with that pick. Um, so I think we should just stay off of it. One, you like the Bengals. I like the Ravens. But yeah, I, I would I be shocked if, if the Bengals win the game? Not at all. Right. It's Joe Burrow, the Bengals. We've seen what they've done the last few years. But in my heart, I, I bet the Ravens to win it all prior to the season. I have the Ravens to win the division. Um, a big bet on that. I have Lamar Jackson to an MVP. I was very high on the Ravens coming into the season. So they've looked great. And like I said, I still think there's a, I think there's another level that they can get to um, that we haven't seen yet out of them. Yeah. It's, it's hard to argue against that, man. And also you got to remember like Baltimore, all these weapons are starting to get more and more acclimated with Lamar. Oh yeah. And it's something he's never had before. He's never had all these wide Zay receivers. Really good. Yeah. And even Odell, he scored back to back weeks too. So he's coming along and we remember how well he played with the Rams when he first got there. And that brings me to a game that I feel like both of us might like the Rams because of the McVay track record against Seattle. Even when, when the Rams were like in St. Louis, they played Pete Carroll well. Um, and I know McVay wasn't there yet, but it's just been a spot where 
he just has their number, right? Like that division is so weird, dude, because the Rams beat the Seahawks. The Niners beat the Seahawks, uh, will beat the Seahawks. The Seahawks will beat the Cardinals. The Cardinals will beat the, the, the Niners. It's just like, yeah, just the Niners always beat the Rams. Yeah. And the and Rams the, always beat the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. It's like everyone always beats the other team, but then they can't get it over with the, with the rest of them. Uh, Matthew Stafford, full participant at practice. We definitely like that. He'll be returning. I think this is a good spot. It is a pick em right now. I'm liking the Rams. And then the other one, Kenny, I've seen this story before, bro, and I'm not being a hater. Dallas is an 11-point favorite on the road against Carolina. The amount of times that they've let people down. This just seems like a just squeak by kind of win for the Dallas Cowboys. It, it, it's gross. It's ugly. You know what? Ursulita this week. Carolina Panthers plus 11. Wow. It is going to be ugly. I, I thought that. immediately what happened with the Cardinals earlier in the year. When I saw that line, I was like, ah, fool me once. But I also don't want to miss the train. This is one, Nick, where I envision, uh, like, I've seen this Cowboys team go and demolish, like, the Panthers on the road. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Like, I, I don't think this game is close. I think Bryce Young is in the dark days of being a rookie quarterback. And that's bad. Yeah. Like, yeah it's, it's rough, right? It's so bad. Like Tua was going through this until yep. this year because Herbert was going crazy. Burrow was going crazy. And obviously those guys got taken before him. So that's not, that's, well, Herbert got taken after him, I should say. Like Burrow went first, but to have, to have Bryce Young go number one and then CJ Stroud is having the greatest rookie season. Bro, bro people want him to be MVP. People are talking about him being MVP. Yeah, I definitely like that. Which play. is crazy. Which oh. is crazy. Um, but they got, they got the Panthers this week. Then it's not really a look ahead too much, but they play on Thanksgiving a couple days later. They play Washington. Another, another team that like, remember Sam Howell made his debut last year, started against Dallas. Dallas didn't really need that game and Sam Howell ended up winning. But I don't know, Kenny. I just feel like, I don't know if I'll have the balls to put them and try to convince you to put them in the contest. I know we won't take Dallas, but... It's, it's pretty it's pretty gross and ugly, and sometimes the gross and ugly delivers, bro. No, yeah, and and honestly, the Panthers, uh, the Sharps are all over the Panthers this week. Open 10, ticked up to 11. I know a couple Sharps banged it once it hit 11, and then they, a lot of books brought it right back down to 10. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not opposed to it, but the thing that worries me is we were actually texting it to each other last week is Dak Prescott's one of those guys where uh, similar to like the Dolphins, when they just play bad teams, he has his best game. So that's the only thing that scares me is if the Cowboys jump up to like a 14, you know, 17 point lead, I don't know if the Panthers are going to score too many points against the Cowboys, right? Yeah. And you bring up a good point because we always have that conversation. Like we try to map out how one team could get to a certain number. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, how can Carolina get the 20? Cause we know Dallas is going to get the 30 points here for sure. So even with a pick six, right. It was when we talked about the giants and dolphins game, Kenny, where we took, we took the dolphins and we're like, yo, how do the giants, the giants are two, two touchdown underdogs. Like ah, if he throws a pick six and he did still, still covered like Miami still covered. And that's over here, Dak, Dak and the Cowboys, Miami and Tua, when they play shitty teams, they light it up. And then the conversation is, yo, this offense is crazy. Right. Et cetera, et cetera. So it could be that too. 
It could be that too. But it, it's gross. I'm definitely not taking Dallas. I would only take, it's a dog sure. pass yeah, yeah, situation yeah. there. <sighs> yeah. But as far as the other one, the Rams, I, I love the Rams this week. I'm with you on that one for sure. Kenny, this was, uh, this was good stuff, man. Um, I'm trying to think of, you know, the, the momentum, if it continues, how, uh, how out of pocket me and Kenny are going to start acting. Yeah. I want you guys to get like a <laughs> photographer to follow you around for like, just enjoy Vegas. Like you don't live here. You know what I mean? Have like a hangover type thing. Dude, Kenny's you never do roofies. Bro, together. Kenny's never been to Vegas and he was like, yo, I want to come in studio. I'm like, bro, you're going to come week 18. Whoa. You're going to come week 18 when we're going to be two and a half points out of first. And we're going to go and we're going to have a chance at a million. And then, you know, like we'll have some sources. We'll know that if we get this game to cover, yeah. we're diving right into that pool, making a new intro. Okay. Can I, can I like get a guarantee from you guys that you guys will take ecstasy that night too? I'm straight edge, bro. All right. Dude, you don't have to, dude. You get me real ecstasy, bro. There's, <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind I'm taking it. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, there we go. And a little bit of peer pressure. Week eighteen. You won't know how to act, bro. You I mean, won't I, know how to. Act. I already don't know how to act. Just thinking about the possibilities of winning a million dollars. But we got a long ways to go, man. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Last year was around this time where I got hot in uh, in the contest I was doing on my own, and then you know shit started to go south. So let's continue. Let's but, keep. Look, let's keep let, climbing. I was going to say a 5-0 and week this week, though, bro. We're right there, man. Like, that's how crazy it is, right? Like, a f- one 5-0 and week, and we're literally right there. We could be top 100 if we have a 5-0 and week, and some people have bad weeks. That's that's how close we are, right? Like, 1900th place doesn't sound that close, but when you really look at it, we're really that close. Give me 3-1-1. One one. I'll take 3-1-1 one one moving forward. Rest of the way. No, we need 4-1 and one or 5-0. and oh. We need it. What yeah. he said. We deserve it. We d- we yeah, do de- coming hey, for it. Hey, Kenny, we do deserve. Right. Right. We do yeah. deserve. Let's go, <laughs> Kenny. Let the people know yeah, where they sure. can find you, man. Before we let you go, uh, Kenny bets big on socials. Uh, do this podcast here with Nick and uh, and and George once a week, and then uh, do the Moxie Bets podcast on Omaha Productions with Katie Mox. So you can check that one out. Get some winners over there too. And before we let Kenny go, big ups to Wager Attack, the official odds provider for Veterans Minimum. They're rocking with us through the NFL season. If you're ready to take your sports betting game to the next level, look no further than Wager Attack. Go and deposit today. They will match your deposit when you use the promo code VM. You want free money? They're giving you free money. Go to the cashier, deposit, use the promo code VM, and thank us later. You know what I'm saying, George? Oh, yeah. I'm looking at my bonus right now, dude. Woo! I'm looking at the bonus and it's nice. It's a nice oh, bonus. It's baby. What, what are you putting it on this week, George? What's your play? What, what's it going on? Oh, uh, shoot, dude, CJ Stroud, 25 to 1 uh, to win MVP. Wow. Yeah. You're trying to bankrupt him, huh? We need uh, him to honestly, sponsor the show next year. Don't, don't kill him, George. Don't kill Listen, him, George. <laughs> Listen, Kenny, executioner style. Dude, no mask. <laughs> I love it. All yeah, right, Kenny, yeah. this was dope, well, man. We'll talk right, to guys, you next talk week. Talk to you later. later. All right, peace. Before we continue with this show, let's give a big shout out to Fly Me Out, one of our main sponsors. Fly Me Out is an app that curates and scouts trips to some of the world's most exciting places. Those who join only need to purchase their slot. They take care of everything else. For those who already chalked out their dream journey 
and are looking for like-minded companions, Fly Me Out acts like a bridge. They bring the plan and they help the travelers have a great ride along the way. Listeners of Veterans Minimum, if you have the urge to break away and discover the world with a like-minded tribe, let me introduce you to Fly Me Out, the premier social travel club. Imagine if LinkedIn, Airbnb, and Raya had a travel-loving baby. Whether you're looking to network with professionals on a beach or bomb with creatives in the heart of a city, Fly Me Out has got you covered. Dive into curated experiences and with their platform, it's never been easier to find your tribe and see the globe. Don't just travel. Make memories with Fly Me Out. Legends. Use the code VM1 for expedited application review. That is VM1 for expedited application review. The app is Fly Me Out and the people behind it uh, have been on the show, actually, George. They have. My guy, Zach Lados. He's the brains of the operation. He's the mastermind behind this. So yeah, check out Fly Me Out. Find your tribe. See the globe. The app is Fly Me Out. Use the code VM1. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm actually going to use Fly Me Out. I'm not... I'm not kidding. I have a little vacation window coming up. Fly me out. Yeah. Like I, I do have a tribe of a like-minded individual. Okay. My loved one. She never says no. It's like she goes wherever I tell her. I'm like we're going here. We she, do it. She's just down for a good time. She, yeah. And you, my friend, are a good time. I, no matter where I'm at. If I'm here, <laughs> if I'm Spain, <laughs> Colombia, maybe. Oh, yeah, and I know, Listen, I know. If you go to Colombia, I'm third wheeling. No problem. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I won't be able to see you at all during that trip. We couldn't plan things to do together. Amen. But, but I just know you'll be well taken care of. Uh, shout, yeah. out, shout out to Medellin. Yo soy fiesta. Okay. <clears throat> I have a segment idea for you. Oh, Nick. I like this. I want to play a game. We're going to pick Super Bowl champions. We're going to do a draft. All right. But we're going to break it up into three tiers. I like these. The tiers we're going to use are going to be tier one, tier two, and tier three. Tier one, we're calling it the favorites. Mm -hmm. Tier two, we're going to call the contenders. All right. Tier three, we're going to call, maybe they're a long shot. Yeah. All right. Now. If you go to Wager Attack, the official odds provider for Veterans Minimum, 
you'll see the odds of the Super Bowl. And we're breaking down these tiers in sixes. Mm -hmm. You're going to draft a team. I'm going to draft a team from each tier. Got you. And what we're going to do, George likes surprises. I'm going to surprise him now. We're going to do a friendly wager on this one. Okay. You got a a Houston, no, a Texas Rangers ticket. Yes. You haven't cashed yet, right? You're 100% correct. Right? So look, you'll cash it and then you'll take me out to dinner if I win. And if not, I'll take you out to dinner. Okay. All right, a nice little steakhouse. Can little, I p- Cleaver? Little, what's that? Cleaver Steakhouse. I was thinking STK. I'm a little bougie. Uh, Great girls that work at STK. But oh, well, okay. Yeah. Uh, if, Come if, on, bro. I'm a yeah. free agent. I'm trying to get scooped up. Yeah. Cleaver's pretty cool, but yeah, not to hook up with the ladies that you know. Trying yeah. to fall in love, bro. Yeah. That's where we find them. Steakhouse. <laughs> That's the steakhouse. Where the yeah. tens are. So- Whoever wins from this tier, you know, and and if look, okay. listen, we might not pick a team that ends up winning. That's sure. also a possibility because we're only Very picking. True. I'm picking three. You're picking three. Got it. And for those of you listening, tag us on Veterans Minimum at Veterans Minimum on all social media outlets. Comment on the videos. Go to the YouTube channel. Comment. Chime in. Let us know what your three tiers would be. So, mm. real quick, George, I'm yes. going to go through the tiers. Tier one: Chiefs, Niners, Eagles. Baltimore, Dolphins, Cowboys. Okay. That's tier one. Tier two, Lions, Bengals, Jaguars, Bills, Seahawks, Browns. And then tier three, we got Chargers, Steelers, Saints, Vikings, Texans, Falcons. Everyone else that's not listed is not eligible for this. Correct. Okay. Do I let you go first? I was about to say, I don't want to jump ahead. Every time I've done this on this show, you're like, who do you think you are coming on to my show setting the fucking rules here, boy? Yeah, that was pretty accurate, though. Yeah. That was pretty accurate. Yeah, I didn't want to go New York. Fuck it, man. Good. You're going to let me go first? I'll give you, I'll let you go first, yeah. Oh, I love going first. Yeah. I love, yeah, I'm going first. Yeah. (laughs) Nick never turns around. It was definitely a turnaround moment. Yeah, listen, listen. Uh, I'm a veteran here. The reflection off the, the screen. Come on, bro. Nothing gets by me. You know what I'm saying? Isaiah? All right, dude. Nothing gets by me, bro. All right. So you gave me first pick. You got first pick. From yeah. Tier one. Oh, how about this? Let me throw another wrinkle at you. It doesn't need to be tier one. It could be any of these. Teams. Any of these tiers. Okay. Um, all right. For my first pick, I'm going to pick the predominant favorite, the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not going to miss out on this. I went 1-1 with Patrick Mahomes in fantasy football leagues this year. I'm not missing the boat, dude. This is the same way that we felt about Brady eight years ago. How are you going to bet against him when it comes to Super Bowl time and in the playoffs? You just can't. So, And I don't want to give you the opportunity, so I'm snagging it. I'm snagging the Chiefs. Okay. Okay. I mean, they are the favorite, like you said. Yes. Slight favorite over the Niners and Eagles. About 20 cents one way, yeah. about a dollar the other way. Only because I think they're going to end up as the top seed. And I think it's going to be impossible to win in Philly. I feel like it has to be the Eagles, that too. I have to take Philly here. Okay. They haven't played a good game yet, is what everyone's saying, but they're eight and one. And it's a fucking bar fight next Monday 
Chiefs, oh, Eagles. I'm so excited. Both of them coming off bye weeks. Super Bowl rematch. It's basically going to feel like a Super Bowl because they didn't play the week before. So they're preparing for this game extra. The game is in Kansas City, which I wish this game was in Philly. I think that'd be a little cooler. Mm -hmm. Andy Reid, the Kelsey brothers. Like the storylines are just like endless over here. So that's going to be a banger of a game looking ahead. And I think I'm leaning towards Kansas City in that game under a field goal. I'll blindly always take Pat Mahomes if he's under three points right now. The line on wager attack is minus two and a half. I'll just always take him under a field goal or as an underdog. He's covered 80% of his games in that situation. He's now 26 and one, which is wild. That's wicked. That's, <laughs> that's a wicked fucking, stat. That's wicked. Yeah. Um, so you have <laughs> that going. But I think Philly is, is, look, they're a little banged up right now. But they're not injuries that are catastrophic. It's not guys that are off for the year. Like even Dallas Goddard. Yeah, you don't got to Probably worry. coming back towards the end. You ain't got to worry about that Eagles team. Their defense is exactly uh, what what it takes to make it to a Super Bowl too. And I think that's like the the underlying thing that makes uh, them a team that you would want to choose, right? I mean, you, yeah. you took the Eagles, but they they aren't as good on defense as my next team that I'm about to choose. Before you before you go ahead and, and pick your yes. next team, can I give you my thoughts on Miami and Dallas and why I didn't pick them? Okay. Okay. Bullies. Yes. I think both of them are bullies. I think both of them, when they play shitty teams, we've been talking about it all year, and look at their games. When they've played a really good team, they've lost. Yeah, have the games been close? But you've lost. Yep. Every single time you've played a good team, you've lost. When you play shitty teams, you're covering the spread by like 30 points. <laughs> you're covering comfortably. I think Miami and Dallas are, to use a cross-sports reference, I think they're the James Harden, Houston Rockets. I think they're the Phoenix Suns with Steve Nash. Wow. I think they're the Raptors before like Kawhi got there where yeah. they're great in the regular season, bro. You're, you're awesome. You're going to be a top seed. You're, you're going to have your moments. You're going to go on your winning streaks. But then when you run into those teams in the playoffs, mm -hmm. you just can't get over the hump. Right? Toronto just accurate. always ran into LeBron, which it's not fair because like a lot of people ran into LeBron also. But it was just one of those teams that when you would run into them and it was a top tier team, you just always would drop the ball. So that's why I think Miami and more so Miami because at least Dallas is a little more rugged and, and can like ground and pound. Mm -hmm. Whereas Miami's a finesse team. Yeah. Miami's gonna that offense I don't think is sustainable long term. So that's why I didn't I didn't put those two teams on my radar like at all. And then the only other one that I was considering was Baltimore. So not the Niners. Not the Niners, because I think Philly. Here's the thing, right? We mm -hmm. we picked the two teams that are probably gonna the way things are right now, they're probably going to be the buys, right? They're going to be the number one seeds. Correct. We've seen teams go into Kansas City and win. Mm -hmm. Nobody's beaten Philly in Philly in the playoffs pretty long time, bro. Like, even when Nick Foles, the year after, they lost to the Saints in New Orleans. Right. When they went to the Super Bowl with Nick Foles, they had home field advantage because of Carson Wentz as the one seed. Last year, they had the one seed. So the fact that Philly is in the driver's seat to be the number one seed, I think that's why, for me, that's the team that I'm looking at. And look, Detroit is only a game back of them. Right. But, and 
Philly's coming into this stretch right now where they go a lot of division games. Yeah, very and it's difficult like you got schedule. Kansas City, you got some like bar fights, but it's not as intimidating for them to go into D- Detroit and play. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Where I don't think anyone could go into Philly and win. But, dude, imagine Detroit having to go into Philly for the NFC title game. It's going to be 20 degrees probably. Yeah. Jared Goff. Oh, hey. Yeah, that's, that's what might happen. But I could see them going into Detroit and be like, oh, bro, he's chilling. Indoors? Dope. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. So that's why I'm picking Philly there. Damn, that's uh, you see, you're, that's that's crystal ball in it deep into the future. Do you think if Brock Purdy was healthy last year when they played the Eagles in the NFC Championship game, do you think it's the same result? I don't think they get blown out by that much, even though I'm pretty sure I had said because I remember, dude, from the divisional round to the Super Bowl, seven and zero, I picked every game the right way. Mm. I don't. I think I might have said that Philly might win rather comfortably. Obviously, once Brock goes down. Right, right, right. But that's exactly the scenario that we're heading towards. Um, Do the the Eagles, this is the thing too. They understand how important that number one seed is. So they can't take their foot off the gas at all, no matter how difficult their schedule is going down down the road. Because the Niners in the Bay, it's it's a tough place to play too, though. Like, it, it, I would say it may not match the level of intensity from the fans nor the weather. I mean, even though it'll be pretty cold. Um, but my next team, though, okay, would be the San Francisco 49ers. And it's all because of last week, Nick, they made a couple of changes that I hope they stay for the rest of the year. You saw Steve Wilkes no longer in the booth. He was coaching from the sidelines, their defensive coordinator, which changes the the tone that that defense has had since the beginning of the year. And when I say this, I mean it. Chase Young and Nick Bosa, probably the scariest defensive end combo in recent NFL history. I'm, I'm pretty positive about that. I'm trying to think. They had a sack last week, Nick, that I was like, this is going to happen another seven times this year where they just hit the quarterback at the same time. It's going to be awesome. They're going to just be, they're going to be perfectly fine. Yeah. These 49ers. And I think Wilkes coming down to the sidelines played a huge part. You saw Robert Salah do that. You saw D'Amico Ryans do that. I think Steve Wilkes needs to invoke that energy and they have it now. Hmm. And when that, I like def- that defense is, it's going to be very similar to the Steelers where it's just like, all right, you'll beat us if you score more than 24 points, but you're not going you're not to going score to, more, yeah. more than 24. Brock, we need you to get to 21 points. We'll do the rest. Yeah. And then Brock. And like, don't try not to get hurt. And then we have Christian McCaffrey and Juszczyk taking snaps at quarterback. That's what they should have done. That's what they should have done. When they, to Josh Johnson, right? They put Josh Johnson in there? Bro, have yeah. they not watched the Saints play football? <laughs> Just fucking Taysom Hill, that shit. Hey, McCaffrey left, McCaffrey right. That's it. That's all you got. Not do. hard. Okay, but that's that was my second team. Okay. Um, tier number two. Good pick. I remember you said I didn't have to go in tiers. You you added that wrinkle. If I didn't want to. Oh, so you? Oh, yeah, that's right. You go to tier three. Uh, I don't necessarily want to go to tier three, nor am I. I like the Dolphins. 
and and hear me out here. But tier, they're they're tier one, so we're done with tier one. Are you? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, well, so like, so you? Oh, you did. You snake drafted me. Yeah. So you went. No, no, no. You picked. You picked Kansas City. I picked Philly. That's it. We're we're done with tier one. We were just talking I about thought, the other teams in I tier th- one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought we were we were taking. No, 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 no. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Hey, no. You're all good. You're all good, G. It wasn't going to change my fucking answer. Okay. So now you got to pick from Detroit, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Seattle, is, Cleveland, or Jackson. This is a no brainer. The Seahawks are fucking frauds. So eliminate them. I, the Browns now with Watson being out. Frauds done. There's no chance. Okay, I how agree is, with. How you. is that line fifty to one? Well, I think it's it's accounting for Watson now being out. Like before he got hurt, they were twenty five to one. Well, let's be so real. We wanted to let's that, bump that, that shit to a hundred to one. That, yeah, I agree with you. That's what we're talking about. Where prior to the Watson news, they're twenty five to one to win the Super Bowl. Today, he gets ruled out for the year fifty to one. So they're telling you what his value is to the team, especially coming off that win we were talking about with Kenny before earlier in the show how he was 14 of 14 in that second half against the Baltimore Ravens. And mm-hmm. it was awfully reminiscent of his time in Houston. He was playing while well. he was moving, picked up like a third down with his legs, but now he's out and it's showing you from 25 to one. Now they're 50 to one. That's his value. I agree with you. I want to add another team. Go ahead. Bye-bye Buffalo. I want to Nick, like I'm de- like, you can go on your rant as to like why not to choose this team at, at coming in at 25 to one. But damn, bro, you know, they're a team that if they get hot late, like, I don't care. Like, I know Josh Allen can go out there and put up 41 points. And I know he's going to lay his body out in line. His health all depends on it. it. It has to come from him. Bro, they're not making the playoffs, but let alone hear, winning the Super Bowl. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I don't want They to. just fired their OC, yes? Okay, nice. So they fired their OC. All right. Hey. Timing is everything. Yeah. Okay. They were dog shit and they were making Josh Allen do way too much. I now all he's got to do is fucking hand off left hand off, right? Josh Allen, throw the ball 25 times and we're going to see if we can win this way. And the crazy thing is they will. Cause here's here. It comes down to the offensive line and as crazy as it sounds, it's so much easier to go forward and, and create forward push than it is to pass set every fucking play. Right, right, right. Yeah, so that is y- you. Your your offensive line needs to get that momentum and, and feel comfortable behind, you know, not making Josh Allen do everything. That's why you can write him off now. That was my pitch to keep them in the in the running. Here's the thing: in the summertime, I was done with Buffalo, mm. and I haven't really changed. Like, yeah, I, I got some shit from a lot of my friends that. Because I went to school in Buffalo. So when I said, dude, spot of the year, when they were playing Miami, they're like, oh, yeah, now he loves the Bills. It's like, yeah, I love the Bills this week. <laughs> I love the Bills this week. Like I can Only like them this week. Only this week. It's becoming more and more apparent. And I know it's terrible. You said timing. It's terrible timing to have this conversation. But also, I've been having this conversation for the last 18 months. Josh Allen has not been the same without Brian Dable. Mm. And it becomes more and more apparent. And I know it's been shitty this year with Daniel Jones and whoever else is playing quarterback for the Giants. But also, maybe, maybe you're better off being just a coordinator, Brian Dable. Who knows? Right? Like, 
look, the Giants have had a season from hell. Guys are getting hurt left and right. Just been a nightmare from the beginning. Um, I had a feeling like when the <laughs> when the first field goal got housed for a touchdown, I was like, this is gonna be a shitty year. <laughs> just, it just felt <laughs> like that right away. But yo, Josh Allen has not a lot of mistakes. Who was he prior to Brian Dayball getting there? And then they make the trade for Stephon Diggs. And then you have that pairing for two years. I'm like, bro, the NFL, it's these windows, it's rare when you have a Kansas City, when you have New England. Obviously, New England's an anomaly. We'll never see that shit. 20 years of being dominant. Like, that's never going to happen. But like, Kansas City's in this window now too, bro. Like, mm-hmm. how many more years does Kelsey have at top tier tight end? He's right. 34. He's going to be 35 next year. It's like, mm-hmm. Eventually, he's going to go, and he's a big part of the offense, right? You have Mahomes. You have Burrow in Cincinnati, but you got to pay all these guys, too. And this is what happens. And I think with Buffalo, I'm just, right now, right? Check this out. They wouldn't be in the playoffs if the playoffs started today. They're currently the 10th seed in the AFC. They're 5-5. Five and five. They're second in the AFC East. They play the New York Jets this, this week. And even if they win that game, do you know what their schedule looks like the rest of the way? Hard. At Philly, blue chew hard. At Kansas City, home Dallas, at the Chargers. Hey, but when I say if they get hot and they win three of three and two in that in that five game stretch, or they go four and one, they have they hey, have seven games here's, left. Here's the thing: it has to be in succession, ending the year, and the pressure has to be on. So that that way you've been playing in the playoffs for the past, you know, three weeks leading up so to the big like game. You've been, okay, so yeah, 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 we've already we're we're already familiarized with this type of pressure. Will I say they they get a home playoff game? No, but they're acclimated. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter. That's why I'm saying don't count them out. I don't know why we talk that much about them because I'm not even fucking picking them. Well, I was saying the three teams that were eliminating those, yes. So then process of elimination, we got Jaguars, Bengals, and Lions. I got to pick first last time. Yeah, we'll go ahead. I'll give you Oh, you're a kind guy. The Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions. Your uh, your preseason pick, too. Preseason. If the Lions beat the Ravens in the Super Bowl, I will have turned $10 into 1900 which is crazy, uh, considering that I also put 20 to win... 1200 on the Rangers. 30 bucks could have won me three grand this year. That's future whisper. That's fucking. And that time, when I, when I say the Lions defeating the Ravens, this is right on schedule. Like, I'm not hoping that any of these teams are sliding into the playoffs. No, both of these teams, they're not even, Nick, it's so good because they're not the talk of the town, right? Like, they're that playoff team that is kind of just sneaking behind. The Ravens are sneaking behind the Chiefs. The Lions are sneaking behind the Eagles and the Niners. Yeah. And no, they are onto something. Because the talk of the town has been the best take you've had this year. I don't think there's ever been a year where it's made more sense. Nick, I, I have used it myself. Thank I you, man. sometimes quote you. Um, Whoa. Dude, <laughs> listen, all right. I only have so much time on a show. You know, I'm just, I also like to <laughs> nah, be smart been, too. I do feel like that was something that uh, I get a lot of messages on Discord. I'll, I'll get comments on the videos that went crazy about it. They'll be like, yo, it's it's so-and-so this year. And and again, man, I got to shout out to people that listen to the show. Number one, the show is doing really well and I'm super proud of it. And my favorite thing though, is when I get messages from people 
and they're spotting the things that we like to highlight before. Mm-hmm. Yo, bro, Houston is Ursulita this week. No, not Ursulita. They're the talk of the town, right? CJ Stroud, MVP. Or, dude, Panthers, that game, I think that's your Ursulita. And it was, right? So shout out to the Discord. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I always envision the show being. Mm. It's not, we're not always going to be right, but I want you to see things the way we see it too. Right. And you getting ahead on it and saying, yo, I like this bet. Let me bet it now because the line might change it. That's always been the coolest thing when people are like, yo, I see Eliminator pool. I'm going to take this team because I'm saving them for for next week. But then when I look at it, I'm probably never going to need to take them again. And it's like shit like that, which, you know, shout out to all of you guys that listen to the show. And uh, with Detroit, though, Bears this week, Packers next week, at Saints, home, sorry, at Chicago, home Denver, at Minnesota, at Dallas, home Minnesota. If you paid attention to this schedule, they have one outdoor game the rest of the year. Wow. Everything is indoors. And what's crazy, bro, shout out to the Discord once again. Someone DM'd me on Discord and they go, dude, you were hyping up the Saints all offseason. How many indoor games they're playing? Why not Detroit? I you was like, like, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, tip the cap. Yep. You're right. So. It's Saints could still have a really good record, people. That's not what that. Yeah, like, and they could still win the division, but you know, we'll win the division. Thirteen and four, number one. We we've uh, we've lit that ticket on fire. Yeah, that one. But um, process of elimination. I gotta go with Cincinnati. Yeah, I, I feel like we could just skip through that because everything that I've been saying about Cincinnati the last couple of weeks still applies. The it, team that we're not picking is Jacksonville. And I think the, the issue I have with Jacksonville is every time they've played someone good defensively, they can't move the ball. Yep. Single digits against Kansas City and the San Francisco 49ers. And the craziest part about it, George, both at home. Yeah. So are you a bully? Was- are you a bully also? Because if you look at Jag- the Jaguars last year, bro. Oh, yeah. When they got into the playoffs, remember they played Josh Dobbs backup. They played a couple backup quarterbacks. It was like Mike White. They played a Mike White in there. Mm-hmm. It was like, you start looking at their schedule. Like, they barely got in. But they had that wild performance in the playoffs where was it yeah. more of an impressive win or was it more yeah. of the Charger collapse? Which now, as we're looking back at it, we're like, yo, it's probably the Chargers, you know, chargering again. So, that's why for me, it's the Bengals there. Yeah, I would love to see this team establish the run the way that I know they're capable of. It's another Buffalo Bill situation where it's like, Yes, Trevor Lawrence is him, but Travis Etienne right now, in my opinion, when he is playing at his best, and this is my opinion, I think he's the best running ba- all-around running back in the league right now. And I, I, I got to be careful with you. You know why? Because the last time you had an outrageous take with me was... Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. And, and I'm then... It, it, you been- know what he is? He's exactly the same way I feel about Amon Ross St. Brown, where maybe the numbers don't make sense right now, but just watch that guy play and watch the way that the only reason why the Jaguars put up points is when he is operating at full efficiency. I uh, Well, the crazy thing is, is last year, the numbers didn't make sense for Amon Ra, but now like this year, like last year, he finished top five in, in, in catches. But at the time that you said it, it sounded ridiculous. And then he ended up doing that. So shout out to you and, Appreciate that's a, it. That's a good one. But all right, let's wrap up the show by talking about the last tier. So the last tier is Chargers, Steelers, Saints, 
Falcons, Texans, Vikings. I feel like I know I'm going to go for a system. I know who you're taking. Should I be a troll and take the team that I know for a fact you want to take? No, 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 no. Well, you want to take Houston. Yeah. You want to take Houston. (laughs) I thought you were going to say the Saints. No, no, no. I'm not taking the Saints. I'm not taking Houston. I'm not taking the Chargers. You know Mm. who I want to take? Don't. Don't say this. I'm taking Pittsburgh. Oh, my God. Pittsburgh is my tier four. Yeah, they're just a quarterback factory right there. That offense is high-powered. These are long shots. I get it. I get it. Right. They currently are 60 to 1. Yeah. Right? They're they're my tier three. But, dude, I've I've seen my teams win Super Bowls where the quarterback just can't move the ball until the fourth quarter. <laughs> I see, you know, Eli Manning in 2011, comeback, comeback kid. I think he had seven or eight Game. comeback drives in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And in the, well, that's just a regular season. And what did they have? They had a great front and they had an opportunistic defense. And that's what Pittsburgh. And then they had a Victor Cruz. They had Hakeem Nix. Whenever Eli would get going. And then you see like, yo, when they let Pickett sling, he plays pretty well. It's just, it seems like they have pacifiers for him. And also, what have they been doing lately? It's as if they listen to the show. They're playing more Jalen Warren, mm-hmm. getting him more and more involved. He's the better of the two running backs. He's more explosive, I should say. Oh, yeah. And that's what it would take, man. That's what you need to do. So for me, I think it's Pittsburgh. It's banking on the defense. It's... Banking on the the culture that's built around it. And yo, Pickett, all his wins are like come from behind wins. Right. So yeah, that's I mean, talk about Cinderella story for them. I mean, the the thing that you didn't really list in there is that their defense could go on a crazy run at the end of the year where they like only allow four touchdowns in five games type of situation. And it's just that they're the most one of the goes down in history is one of the most feared defenses. I can see that route playing out. Now I get the choice between the Chargers, the Saints, the Vikings, the Texans, or the Falcons. Right. Eliminating my personal pride from the situation. I I gotta eliminate the Saints. The Saints at this moment in time are going through such an identity crisis. They're like a 13-year-old boy. They're growing. They they're puberty. Getting, acne on their face. They're getting pubes. They just don't know how to like fully function. And they're just trying a whole bunch of different, you know, solutions to try to like feel normal. Um, so they're, they're bad. Uh, the Falcons, horrible. <laughs> the Falcons are just, just made the cut. By the yeah. way, 110 to one. Yeah. It's crazy to see the teams below that because I would even put the Raiders uh, at a fucking, at that spot above them. Here's the team though that I'm going to choose. And it is, the Houston Texans. I think CJ Stroud will. You are all in Houston, huh? I have you taking the bait. I have four Houston Texans on my fantasy roster. I mm. have CJ Stroud, Devin Singletary, Nico Collins, and Noah Brown. And I play their defense too from time to time. So I'm fully bought in on this D'Amico Ryan's train. I think he's out of all the the new coaches that have come into the the league this year. He will have the the best record out of all those coaches, Shane Steichen, uh, Jonathan and Gannon being the other rookie coaches. 
there's no doubt about that. I think the Texans are one of those teams, especially after this past week. I, I don't know if it was a talk of the town win, Nick, or if they are just that good. We always say how important that quarterback position is. He's going on a crazy run here. Uh, and he's doing it with tools that are also extremely young. So like the, the way the team is structured too, they have not experienced the dark side. And once CJ Stroud and all those other rookies experience the losing side of the NFL, then, you know, reality might set in and they might not win the Super Bowl. But before they know that and everything is sunshine and rainbows and CJ Stroud is out there looking like 5,000 yard passer a year. Yeah. I mean, I, it's tough not to take them. I, it was very close though, between them and, and the Vikings. There's also been no better uh, mid-season trade acquisition than Josh Dobbs. Like, I think the, the same way I feel about the confidence in C.J. Stroud, I almost feel double in Josh Dobbs because this is year four for him, year five. So he has experienced some of the darker days, and now he's the superhero, bro. How much money do you think he's going to get paid? Because he... Covered every game, and I know uh, I'm jumping over to the Vikings now, but he covered every game as a Cardinal. I know he comes in and he's two and zero as a Viking. I mean, bro, I said I said on Monday, I feel like he's playing at a top twelve level right now, quarterbacking. I would hope he gets the Daniel Jones contract from somebody. It, it probably will not be the Vikings. I think he'll definitely be a starter next year. Kirk is probably out of there, gonna rehab. Hey, look, bro. I always remember we were talking about body language. Because it was the first time that I saw TJ Watt play in person. It was the first time I saw Max Crosby play in person. And just the energy from the crowd to the player with Jimmy G. Mm. Bro, Jimmy G was getting hit. No one was coming to help him up. Yeah. It was like that movie, uh, the draft movie, Draft Day. Yep. Where... Or like the deciding factor was no one went to the Pick dude's birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like his teammates don't like him. No one went to his birthday, right? With Jimmy G, no one was like, you know, his 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 uh, pad was out of his shirt. No one was going to tuck it in for him. Dude, Josh Dobbs scores a touchdown last week. And the whole team is like, Addison is picking him up. Like Everyone's getting behind him. Oh, yeah. So body language, it's, I think that's a real thing, man. But with the Texans, one really cool story that broke this week. C.J. Stroud told the organization, yo, go get that guy about Tank Dell. Mm. And they ended up taking him in the third round. And it's dope when, like, the organization was already trusting C.J. Stroud. Like, they said that they loved him from the beginning. They were like, bro, we can't believe that he's going to be there. Yeah. So that's why they took him, and then they took uh, Anderson coming out of Bama. But it was cool to see that, like, it's coming into fruition now. And th this dude's having a really cool... Cool year, man. Tank Dell, him and CJ Shaw, like you said, Nico Collins also, like they're lining it up in Houston. He took one of the hardest hits I've ever seen and one of the most gruesome hits I've ever seen this past Sunday. He laid out for a, a pass, Nick, and he got hit from behind. And I mean, Tank Dell, I don't know if you see his weight on oh, there. Oh, yeah, he's probably he's, 150, yeah. 165 pounds. He's kind of built like uh, Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Kind of undersized, but lightning fast. Oh my God. Yeah. He's one of those guys that he, he'll, he'll catch a, a curl route and still end up getting seven yards just by taking a acceleration forward. It, it, it's nuts, but he got hit so hard, Nick, that like his back 
like bent as he was laying out. And it was one of those hits where I had looked at him in fantasy and I, I missed out on getting him. But I was like, damn, now he's out for the rest of the year. Tell me why this man was out two plays later. Back in there. I, I was like, did this dude just snap in half? And Football come- guy. Him and C- and then C.J. Stroud. I knew yeah. he was a football guy when he took the hit in the national championship game at Ohio State. L- like collapsed rib. Dude was limping off the field. Yeah. It's uh, football guys. Football guys in Texas. Let us know what you guys think from these tiers. Just to recap, George had Chiefs, Lions, Texans. I had Eagles, Bengals, Steelers. Uh, four AFC teams to two NFC teams. I think we know AFC is way more power. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it, man. Seems like it. Before we wrap up, let's give a big shout out to the members of the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum to go and support the show for as little as one American dollar. You can support the show. Access to the Discord, betting picks, shout outs, giveaways. Like we said, Linden. Shin and also Ryan Pisner, you guys won the sneakers. DM me, get in contact with me. Let me know where I got to send the sneakers for the October giveaway. Shout out to Mahul Patel, Abel Rezin, Ben Coatsian, Christopher Velasquez, Derek Plates, Dylan Chadwick, Jerry Shapiro, Jordan Riley, Mike Stevens, Mike Wozniak, Nick Crummich, and Thomas Robinson. Thank you all for your contributions. As you see here on the screen, got the $5 tier, the $10 tier. Roll call and shout outs and merch discount off the merch store. Merchandise.veteransminimum.com is where you can get some merch. And that is the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. This was a banger of an episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. And let us know. Let us know in the comments, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, anywhere. Apple, Spotify. Leave a rating or review. It goes a long way. Repost that you're listening to the show. That also is uh, the best co-sign and endorsement anyone can give for the show. At Veterans Minimum, as you can find everything for the show. At Nick Day is 10, as you can find me. George, where can they find you? At Mr. George Carmona on all social media platforms. Nick, you forgot to mention to all the fathers out there watching, uh, just put on the show for your babies so that that way when they grow up, they already have the knowledge. Um, early, a- early degening. Yes. Yeah. And get them watch hours. up. You know what I mean? You're helping the channel, but yeah. you're helping your son eventually be a millionaire. So... Don't miss out on that. Don't miss out on that. And we'll catch you guys next time. I'm a gold medalist, bronze like your medalist. So many deer in headlights, but it's bedtime. Hear that supper bell, main course, beat a venison. Zab. Most dangerous game. Either kill or be killed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.